we're just now starting to see disruption in the real estate world where we've been experiencing that for a while in the auto business. Uh, now we have these uh, services, that, these third-party uh, services that come in and offer to put your home in the MLS for very little money, trying to basically take out uh, or eliminate uh, the realtor. Um, you've got all kinds of uh, now startup companies, uh, including those who have apps, uh, you know, we saw it in the car business with, you know, Carvana and, right. you know, all these other ones, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the, the car, I'll, I won't go that far back, but the bottom line is uh, yeah. all these new companies or startup companies are popping up and it, it's changing the face and will change the face dramatically of what a real estate agent's role is. In now, 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 your weekly dose of inspiration, inspiration. Perspiration. perspiration, and just the right amount of bull defecation. <laughs> the Get You Some Radio Show with your host, the Vice President of Making Shit Happen, Terry Lancaster. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Get You Some Radio Show. I am Terry Lancaster, and you're watching America's favorite game show, the Get You Some Radio Show. Now, this Get You Some Radio Show is about creating health, happiness, and prosperity in your life. And I talk a lot about sales, talk to a lot of salespeople, and I talk to a lot of automotive salespeople because that's my background. That's a lot of the audience's background. But today's guest has been in the automotive business forever and transitioned a year or two ago into the real estate business. So we're going to be talking about the similarities between the real estate business and the automotive business and what one can learn from the other and how content creation is kind of the uh, the jail that, that drives everything because he is a content creation monster. I was on his show last week for the very first time. He's, a, he's still the co-host of Auto Dealer Live. David Cribs is my guest and he's going to talk about the car business, the real estate business and being a video star right after this. Make more friends, sell more cars. 97% of car shoppers say they would prefer to know their salesperson before they ever set foot in the dealership. People buy from people they know, like, and trust, and they refer their family and friends to people they know, like, and trust. Visit TerryLancaster.org to learn how your sales staff can get more reviews, more referrals, and more repeat business by building better, stronger, more authentic relationships online and in real life. TerryLancaster.org. David, welcome to the show, buddy. How you doing? Oh, man, I'm doing fantastic. And thank you so much, Terry, for inviting me. It's uh, really an honor. Well, I, I appreciate you being on the show. I was very excited to be on, on the show with you and David last week uh, to talk about what we've got going on. And I've, I've been a fan of Auto Dealer Live, as everyone has for, for, for years, been watching what you've been doing. And the reason I had you wanted to talk to you is because you transitioned. You made the switch, and I've had a couple of people that I know have made the switch from the car business to the real estate business. And I, I've always thought that these two have a great deal of similarities because there's two things that almost everyone has to have, a place to live and a car to drive. I mean, that's, they're, they're ubiquitous in the American economy. Everybody needs one of each, and you've, you've now been working in both. So I wanted to kind of get you to compare and contrast the two and, and, and tell, me, uh, tell me about the car business and the real estate business and David Cribbs. Well, thank you. You know, uh, yes. Yeah, so I've been, I've grown up in the automotive business and in a sense, I mean, I started when I was really young. I think I was 22 or so when I got started and, and uh, I still claim to be in the auto business um, because I do co-host the show every week. I also uh, am involved in dealer consulting um, and also 
going in doing live training still in dealerships. Uh, every couple months, I'm, I'm in, at a store where I have that opportunity. So I still feel like it's hard to break away, right? We, <laughs> we all, those of us who are in the auto business know how difficult it is to get it out of our blood. So that definitely hasn't happened. But I did uh, transition a couple of years ago to full-time real estate. And it's, it's, it's been uh, one of the coolest things because I, I, I think I, I kind of spent a career, if you will, in the auto world. And um, I came to a point um, where my last position uh, was going to be changing a little bit. So I had to make a decision as what was next in the auto business. And, you know, there were, uh, thankfully, because of Auto Dealer Live and the recognition that you get from that show, um, offers came pouring in, which I, I was just uh, blown away by. Um, but all of them, uh, Terry, involved either taking over a new store and, and, and being married to it and ensuring its success, or uh, going on the road and joining uh, vendors that sell to the automotive world and automotive dealerships, um, which involved a lot of travel. So mm -hmm. neither one was I real excited about necessarily. So um, I had always thought about real estate and I wanted to make the transition and I thought, hey, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not getting any younger. Let me give this a shot while I still have the time, the energy, the focus and dedication. And and I made the transition and I really haven't looked back. I, again, I still love being a part and attached to the automotive world, but my focus now is really full-time real estate and it's, uh, it's, it's been a ride so far. And so, so you're, you're in Tampa, Florida and you went into the real estate business with, with I guess very little background in real estate business. So if your background came from working in the stores, working in the car dealerships, what did you take with you from the car business that allowed you to be successful in the real estate business? Well, that's a great question. And, you know, for those um, who I've seen transition from the auto business, because there have been a few that I've known over the years to kind of make that move as well. But for those who I've seen come out of the auto world, most of them that at least that were successful in the automotive uh, capacity were very successful in real estate. And I think it's because of the experience that you gain when you're on uh, the lot. Uh, in other words, if you're selling automobiles or even if as you uh, escalate into management, I think we all know that are in the, in the auto business, if we're honest with ourselves, we all remain salespeople. It's just a different title, a different position, but we're still salespeople. And, you know, one of the advantages that we gain in the automotive world is that we're dealing with customers daily, one after another sometimes. So that allows us to really develop and get skills, especially over years uh, of time period. So, you know, it's different when you transition into real estate because realtors um, typically, first of all, most of the realtors come from a different industry. Um, the average age of a realtor right now is 53. In fact, it's gone down from 56 just a couple years ago to 53 now. And I'm sure that number is going to decrease as it attracts more uh, millennials and newer generations. But the point is that up until now, most realtors have come from uh, other traditional jobs where maybe they retired and then they started real estate, or maybe it was a spouse who didn't have to rely on just that income. Um, and the point to that is that oftentimes it's comprised of those people who may not have had much background in experience in either sales or the negotiating with the public on a daily basis for sure. Yeah. So what happens and, and, and ultimately what happens is a realtor typically only gets that opportunity 
maybe a couple of times a month for most realtors, maybe sometimes not even that much. So I think uh, those who are from the auto world, and I know for me personally, it gave me a really big edge in being comfortable talking, negotiating, working deals, constructing deals, figuring out ways to put things together on a daily basis. So when now in real estate, I just kind of transfer all those same principles that are just instinctive. Yeah, I think part of the car, but one of the one of the benefits coming from the car business to me, the the answer would be that um, in the car business, you've got to talk to three, four, five people a day. You, people are coming in, people are talking to you, people are you know shouting about one thing and a different thing, and you have to be able to uh, to make a what they call a five minute friend. You've got to form a connection fast. You've got to build some degree of warmth and trust fast, and that's a, that's a unique skill set that I think is probably unique to the business. And does that translate any to for you to the uh, to the real estate world? A million percent. That really just sums up probably better uh, what, I, what I was trying to express just now. I mean, that really is, is I think, what has given most who come from that industry a, a huge edge uh, in the business. And, you know, another thing that, uh, that has really helped me is I'm coming from a business where um, I was able to look at real estate untainted, meaning that I really knew nothing. I, I, and when I say nothing, I mean, I pretty much knew nothing about real estate uh, when I made the transition and it allowed me to look at it with a different set of eyes than maybe those who were traditionally in real estate. And I've been able to capitalize on that in so many ways. Um, but you know, and we'll maybe get into some of those as we go on, but, uh, it's been, it's been very helpful to come from the auto industry. So let, let's, let's take it back the other way in the last two and a half years that now you've been working in the real estate industry and you've been selling, you know, two, three, four, half million dollar, half million dollar houses, which is, you know, different than selling a, you know, a one ninety nine car payment. What have you learned from the real estate business that, uh, that all, all, all the people still in the car business, that, what don't they know? What, what do you know now that you didn't know then? So that's a, that's a great question. And ironically, um, what's interesting is I really feel like I pull more. I feel like I used to believe that realtors are the ones and, 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 and there are great realtors out there. Don't get me wrong. But in general, we have the same stats that we have in the car business. As far as success, it's about 20% of realtors will make it in this business. Right. And that's about, it's the old 80, 20 rule. Yep. And it's about the same as, as the auto industry. So when you think about that, when you think about 80% of the realtors don't make it, um, I didn't really realize that ahead of time. And when I was in the auto business, I used to always look at real estate and, and kind of picture in my mind, hey, these are the marketers. These are the people that know how to dress, act, um, professionals, uh, know how to market themselves, billboard themselves as, a, as an individual when it right. comes to real estate. And um, I got to tell you, I, I, it's, it's, it's so very few. I actually feel like we do a better job in the auto industry than in real estate when it comes to that. So really? um, yeah, yeah. Ironically, um, I was very surprised because, um, you know, we have this glamorous, uh, and this is one thing I like about it. I will share this, Terry, that you know, in the auto business as a car salesman, when you say I'm a car salesman, right? Um, <laughs> typically, there's a, a perception that's not necessarily the most positive image um, of someone's career when you say you're a car salesman. But um, in the real estate industry, when you say I'm a realtor, right? It's, it's actually almost like an esteemed sort of 
position in sales in a way because right. realtors are typically respected. You know, they're community people. They're they're uh, they're professionals. They, you know, it it just it, it seems like it's a they're held in higher regard, um, which is kind of interesting. Uh, a dynamic. Yeah, I'm, I, and I've never, to tell the truth, I've never really understood that. And and even even I've been around the car business a long time, and and that that image has never held up to me because most, especially car dealers, car dealers are the backbone of every small community in America. And for for, for people to have this negative image of, of car salespeople for, for really no good reason is has never made sense. So so I don't really understand the the dichotomy. That's my big word of the day. The di- how 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 that trend, how how that worked out that way. Right, right. So another thing I've picked up on, and, and, and I think it has something to do with what we just talked about, is that, you know, in the car business, I might, I might struggle with a client for three days over 500 bucks, right? That's pretty right. common in the auto business. In the real estate business, it's, it just it baffles my mind, but that same client, that same person will move $10,000 just on a blink. Right. Uh, you know, <laughs> so yeah. it's... You know, it's 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 wonderful on this side, but it's ironic. It's just so different to me, uh, and I don't really understand why that is. But uh, but that is kind of a nice thing about real estate is I'm not usually fighting over you know hundreds of dollars. You're, yeah, just uh, over, over the the number numbers are bigger. So so you said when you talked about the billboards and and the self marketing and and real estate agents have been doing this forever, and you always see those. But you're saying that's that's a very small percentage of of the real estate agents that actually get out there and self promote themselves and 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 work 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 on building their reputation and relationships. Well, it's two things. Um, you know, I think that uh, back years ago, and we're seeing the trans- just transition, just like we see uh, the evolving of the car business, we see the evolving of real estate when it comes to internet, social media, online activity. Oh, absolutely. You know, back in the day, back in the day a, a, if a realtor wanted themselves to be known, which is really their job, um, you know, they, they rented the, the back of a, a, a bench and you know it was painted like a billboard or they or they actually got a billboard or they had this big giant sign everywhere um those are the you know going back a little bit but now that that's changed because it's just not like that anymore you you can rent those billboards but they're not really going to produce an roi um so we have to market in a new way in a different way and i think that realtors are trying to figure this out you know some of them are very good at social media and marketing themselves um but the majority, as we go back to that 80-20 rule, the majority, unfortunately, just they're kind of lost. They don't really know exactly uh, what to do when it comes to self-marketing and promotion and things like that that's going to actually capture uh, leads and generate an ROI. Well, I guess that age number you talked about probably has an effect on te- that too. The average new car salesperson is, what, 30 years younger than, than the average new real estate salesman. They, they're a little more acclimated to, to social media, I would think. Yeah, that's that's completely true. And and another thing that we're seeing in the uh, real estate world, which again, um, I used to think the real estate was so far ahead, um, we're we're just now starting to see disruption in the real estate world, where we've been experiencing that for a while in the auto business. Uh, now we have these uh, services that these third party uh, services that come in and offer to put your home in the MLS for very little money trying to basically take out uh, or eliminate uh, the realtor. Um, You've got all kinds of uh, now startup companies, uh, including those who have apps, 
you know, we saw it in the car business with, you know, Carvana and, right. you know, all these other ones, uh, you know, the, uh, the, 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 the car, I, I won't go that far back, but the bottom line is uh, yeah. all these new companies or startup companies are popping up and it, it's changing the face and will change the face dramatically of what a real estate agent's role is in the near future. So I think being conscious of that, staying ahead of that um, is also something I've learned from the auto world and uh, all of the uh, sort of the reach that I've had through uh, both Auto Dealer Live and of course uh, working with David Villa in a marketing company uh, that was always, always, you know, forward thinking and how to capture uh, market share uh, has really, really helped me in this business. So, so let's talk about that. Like I said, you're a, you're a content creation machine. I know you from Auto Dealer Live because that's that's what I've been watching you on for for years now. And uh, and you also have a show in the real estate industry uh, under contract. And you've been you've been producing content and and you know helping people solve their problems and and reaching out and 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 uh, you know extending yourself, becoming a known quantity in in both markets for years. How, how has this content creation changed, changed your image and changed your perception and changed how you can help your customers and changed your business? Oh my gosh, it's been uh, uh, exponential as far as like, I feel more excited and I feel, I, you know, we talked a moment before the show about, uh, I know you, you have a birthday and I have a birthday in another week or so and you know, I'm 52 years old and I feel like a kid. I feel like I just landed my first job because I'm so excited about not only the opportunities, but now actually understanding what I can do to expand and, and it actually being productive uh, measures and things that, that, that we can measure and take and put into play that actually give us results. And, and I'll give you an example of how my mindset really, really changed and, and the things I learned in the last few years in the auto world that's really what I credit it to, by the way. Um, again, uh, just a quick, quick history uh, with Auto Dealer Live. You know, I was hired by David Villa to, to come in and help build an online sales training platform because David Villa's company, they offer uh, an advanced form, if you will, of direct mail marketing for dealerships. And when a dealership would uh, invest into that marketing plan and advertisement that that company offered that I worked for, um, they were also going to receive a, um, an online access to some uh, training as a benefit, right? right? So now that's a whole separate product. It's developed even further, which is, is amazing. Um, but that was my purpose for coming on board uh, with David Villa and the company of Imperial Press Direct who produces Auto Dealer Live. So when I came on board with this experience, it was just David Villa who was hosting the show. So it was kind of natural to bring me in and have that voice that had been uh, in the auto world sitting right there with David as well. So that show took off. But here's what the real lesson was of that show and still is, by the way, is that when we every week when we do that show, first of all, it's consistent. It happens every single week at three o'clock. Um, uh, on Wednesdays, I'm sorry, 3.30 on, uh, on, and I said Wednesdays, Thursdays, Thursdays at 3.30, you can set your clock because Auto Dealer Live is coming on and has been coming on now for about four or five years, six years. I don't know. It's been, been a while. Right. But the point to that is that show began and still is today a service to 
auto dealers, anyone who, especially the dealership and the, and the people who comprise it, but even vendors outside uh, that cater to the automotive uh, world, that show is designed to bring nothing but value to them. We don't talk about what we do on that show. I mean, we might reference it once in a while if it is important to the conversation, but for the most part, it's not a show about what we do. It's a show about dealers and how to grow our business as dealerships, right? It's all focused on uh, dealers. So what I figured out was we started growing this audience of dealers and then those dealers eventually would go, wait a second, who are these guys? Right. Who are these guys that help so much in the auto world? And it would come back and they would investigate and they would go, wait a second, these guys are a direct mail advertising company that works, that we work with hundreds of dealers all over the country. And then it instantly gives us credibility. We're able to share what we have. We already have relationships built with these dealerships. So it's just a natural way to um, share our product in the long run. So uh, that lesson was so, so big for me um, when I went over into the general real estate side because um, I had a very intentional strategy. Going back to the fact that I was 52 years old, I got to do things a little faster, right? I get, I right. get on the fast track to success. I don't have time on my side. So, um, you know, I jumped in full blast and uh, I went to work, again, very intentional. I went to work for a builder first. I worked, I sold out of a model home um, and this might ring a bell or sound familiar. Imagine a showroom where you're a salesperson working for the dealer. Right. That sounds like the auto business. Been there, done that. <laughs> Right. Sounds like the auto business. So it seemed like a good fit for me to go to work for a builder who has a showroom, who's the dealer, and I'm yeah. the salesperson, right? So that's what I did. But right away, I had, I had this amazing epiphany about two to three days in. It wasn't so much an epiphany. It was more of an education. But what I learned was two days into the process, um, I, I, I asked uh, the person who I was working with, I said, hey, by the way, what happens when a realtor comes in and they bring a customer? How does that work? Because I'm, I'm getting a commission on selling them a home as the new home sales consultant. How does that work for the realtor? And they said, well, they get a commission. They get their normal commission. And I said, okay, well, then what do I get? How, do I, how does that work for me? And they're like, well, you get your full commission too. I'm like, come again? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And I said, wait a second. I get the commission and they get the commission? <laughs> and they said, yeah. I said, oh my gosh, that's a game changer. That's a game changer. I just need an audience of realtors now that I can work with. And right. I realized that builders court realtors. Yeah. And, uh, and so do a lot of industries. So I started really exploiting that. And the next thing I did, of course, was create a show modeled after Auto Dealer Live, the success we had. And I started doing a show for guess who? For, as your Realtors as your audience, yep. Exactly. I started, I started doing a show for my realtors, never really talking about, Hey, come see my model home. Hey, I sell new homes. Hey, any of that? No, it was about them. And I created the show for them and I showed up every week. Uh, my show is on uh, the under contract shows on Wednesdays at three. Um, the auto dealer lives Thursdays at three 30, but I'm a little over a year in now to the show. And it airs every week at three o'clock. And it's been, uh, I can't even begin to tell you all of what has come out of that. It's, it's unreal. Well, and I think the great takeaway is that you're not selling. I have, I mean, so many of my friends in the car business, they, they've all got on the content creation bandwagon and they're all doing Facebook lives and they all come on every day and try to sell a car. 
They, you know, they're, they're out doing, doing the walk around, talking about the car. We got cars for one ninety nine a month. We get cars for two ninety nine a month. Come in and see me, come buy a car. And, uh, the, 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 the switch in their head that goes, I can be talking to an audience and helping the audience without trying to sell them something. I think that's a hard, hard switch for a lot of folks to turn. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting because um, actually the builder that I worked for at the time, and, and I said I intentionally went to work for a new home builder, and my plan was to stay in that arena for about three years and then probably move over to what we call general real estate, which is just becoming a normal full-fledged realtor that sells you know, individual homes, can sell anything basically, buy or sell. So um, the intent there was to get the background of new construction and the new home buying process so that it would make me a better realtor when I did switch over into real estate and I could know and understand what that side would look like when I had a client that needed new construction or maybe the new construction would be a better fit. So, um, and, and I guess where I'm going with that is that, um, you know, making that switch in your head uh, about, uh, you know, providing content for your audience without selling, I think is, is it's, it's just a really big deal. And the builder that I worked for, um, I wound up shortening that. I was planning on staying three years and then kind of evaluating it. I only stayed a year and a half. And the reason for that is my builder just couldn't quite get, they couldn't wrap their head around why I was doing the show. They weren't upset with me for doing the show, but they didn't understand how it was helping me how it would help them sell more homes. They just didn't quite get that, and they never did. Um, until now, by the way, uh, yeah. now they have seen, now we fast forward, and they see all the things that have occurred uh, as a result of the show, uh, events that, that uh, I've done uh, with the show that have brought hundreds and hundreds of realtors to an event. When a builder struggles to get 50, um, you know, the show's been able to bring hundreds into one location. That's yeah. just one example. But um, uh, the show's been tremendous. But yes, making that switch uh, to providing just value content. Um, and I think where most people, um, there, there's that barrier. And then the next barrier is, uh, I think most people can't hang in there long enough to really see that result. Like if they, if they start their own podcast or they, do something a little different. Maybe it's a YouTube channel. Maybe it, whatever that might look like. I feel like they abandon ship long before the results come in. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Yeah. It's it's. I mean, it's 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 it, it's it is it is the long. I tell you, it's the long con. You're trying you're trying to build yourself into something, and you can't become something overnight. It takes. Uh, it, it takes a while for the new something to cement itself in people's brains, and you have to yep. you have to do the thing for a long time before it actually starts to work. Yeah, and, 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 and go ahead. I was gonna say, and, it, and it's working for you because now you are, you just became one of the top 10 power players in Tampa and are gonna be featured on an upcoming new reality show, network national TV reality show um, called The American Dream in Tampa. And you were chosen as one of the top real estate agents, real estate professionals there in Tampa. How did that all come about? You know, here's another, here's another lesson. Yeah. And by the way, I'm so excited about that. And it's a, it's an honor, obviously, and a, and a, and a privilege. And I'm, I can't wait to get started. We start filming here in a few weeks, but, um, but the big lesson there is that, um, ironically enough, the way that I was, uh, invited to participate, what they, the, what they did was they selected 300 
realtors in the Tampa Bay area that were kind of uh, the top statistics or whatever you want to call it. And then they narrowed that down through a vetting process to 30. Mm -hmm. and, and then the interesting part of that is they already had those 30 that they were going to invite to a casting call and then narrow down to 10. But um, it, one of the partners of that show um, happened to stumble in to an open house that I was performing for a builder. And when I do an open house, um, I kind of live by, uh, and I know a lot of people in the car business, you know, will know the name Grant Cardone. And, yeah. um, you know, I'm a big fan of Grant's. I love the, the mentality of the 10X uh, activity, things like that. So, um, you know, when I do an open house, I, I go all out, um, you know, where most realtors might put, you know, 10, 10, 15 signs up, some put five, some put two, some put whatever. I'm putting 100 to 200 signs in the ground for the open house prior to the open house. Right. So, um, so my signs actually got the attention of this particular partner on the show and they came into the open house. They didn't really announce who they were. Um, and they watched and, you know, some, some interaction with myself and them occurred and they wound up inviting me and saying, Hey, um, we'd really like you to be a part of the final 30 come in. And then, uh, that led to the opportunity of being selected as, as one of the 10. But the point there was that, you know, there's an old saying opportunity breeds opportunity. But if I hadn't take those, taken those actions and I, I actually put something on Facebook today, uh, right time, right place because of the right actions. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's the key lesson there really. Yeah. Act, the, act, the actions breed results. And we, I mean, this is, this has kind of been my big thing for years as, as, as human beings, it's, uh, it's, it's so easy to get caught up in the results. And that's why people give up on their podcast before they see the results because they're thinking about the results, but the results 99 times out of a hundred are really out of your control. The only thing that's in your control are the action steps that you take to get the results. And if you start concentrating more on action and less on results, you'll end up getting wherever you need to go. But uh, your focus has to be on, on the to-do list and not the wish list. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and, and, you know, I'll also share something else that, you know, we mentioned earlier about um, the consistency and how people tend to abandon things before it plays out. We talked about a long-term strategy, but the truth is, um, even though that's, that's the case and that's important, um, what I would challenge people to do is speed up that process. I mentioned earlier that I had to go into kind of an overdrive, I felt, because of not only my ambition, but also my age. Um, so I'm trying to fast forward my career in, the, um, in real estate. And, you know, part of that, when we go back to talking about doing the show, and I was so fortunate, so fortunate to be, again, be a part. I give David Villa and the uh, uh, team at Imperial Press Direct such a, and Auto Dealer Live such uh, 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 kudos for uh, allowing me to see things and look at things differently. But one of the things that I learned is that you can do things fast. I mean, you can do things really, really quickly if you want to. Yeah. And um, I'll give you an example of that real quick, but, you know, uh, knowing that I was creating a show for realtors, um, the next part of that success of that show was immediately the first show. I started reaching out. I started looking online and saying, okay, where's a real estate event, a big event? And I would find one 
and I would say, okay, who's their featured speaker? Who's their big time person, you know, that they're bringing in to wow the crowd, whether it's a Grant Cardone or, a, you know, Barbara Cochran or whoever. Right. Um, and I would call, I would call both the promoter of the event and the person who was speaking. I would call their office. Now I'm a week into my show, right? <laughs> so I have no credibility in a sense, but I would call them up and I would say, Hey, um, I just saw, you know, you guys are having a big event. You're inviting realtors all over Tampa Bay. Uh, and so-and-so is your speaker. I'd like to interview them live on my show prior to the event. I'll help you promote it. I've got hundreds of realtors in the Tampa Bay area tuning in that will find out about this event and go to it. And I just started booking them. I mean, it was so easy. It was so yeah. easy. You have to think about what I made it easy. Like I gave them an offer they couldn't refuse because it only could help them get people to their place. So yeah. that was one example. The next example was immediately I started reaching out to all these entities that court realtors, title agencies, mortgage companies, um, you name it, right? They're all out there trying to woo us because we have the buyers and sellers that right. they need to connect with. So uh, immediately I started asking for sponsorships on my show. Hey, we'll produce a 30 second commercial. You can run it. You'll be on every week in front of hundreds of realtors instead of spending thousands of dollars to be in front of 50, spend hundreds or a thousand for this and you'll be in front of hundreds every week. Yeah. So, um, so my show makes money. It's actually profitable. So I'm actually getting paid to promote myself on my show. If that makes sense. <laughs> Well, that, that's amazing. And I have people ask me, you know, especially like, you know, buddies of mine that I play hockey with, I go, Terry, how do you, how do you get people to come on this show? And how do you come on your show and talk to you? And I go, well, it's, right. it's pretty easy. You, you, you call them and ask them. Right. <laughs> and, right. And, 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 and everyone, and, and everyone likes to talk about themselves and what they're doing. And, you know, at least 80 out of 100, 90 out of 100, 95 out of 100 are going to say yes. I mean, I've, I've had very few people say, no, I do not want to come on your show and talk and promote my book and promote my whatever it is that I want to promote. So, Exactly. It's at, exactly. You're just, it's, it's one of the most amazing uh, uh, outlets and formats for uh, giving people exposure for essentially for free. It's a win-win for everybody. Um, but also... Um, and I'll, I'll throw these out occasionally because I, I just, I would love to see people respond to this, but um, I'll throw another challenge out there. If you're considering a podcast or you already have a podcast in place um, or a show or, or, or however uh, it's labeled, um, I would say um, that now we're, we're, it's, you know, when podcasts first came out, especially on video, like we're doing a video uh, interview and podcast um, or show. Um, when that first hit and, 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 and we're still early on, but when it first hit, like it was, it was a big, big thing. Right. But now essentially almost anyone who sets their mind to it and takes their time and commits to it can make this happen. Right. Yeah. Um, so, but the point of that is, so now how do you stand out on top of that? How do you take it to a different level? And, one of the ways that has really helped me is I've been able to use the show. Um, like I don't think of the show as the main thing anymore. I think as the, of the show as uh, a catalyst so that I can parlay it into multiple things. Yeah. So, um, so for example, under contract live is not just a show anymore. It's a, uh, it's an event company. It's a, it's a media uh, outlet. It is, it is many things and, um, and that has really helped me with its credibility and going out and partnering with other 
sponsors. It creates an audience, whether it's online or in person, which I think is, is, is unique. And, and, where, and where those two mailed is, is, is kind of the sweet spot. If we, you can get, get the online world to meet the, uh, the, the real life world, that's, uh, that's, that's where magic happens. Exactly, exactly. So let me ask you this: We're 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 coming we're coming to the uh, the final turn on the show, and uh, I promise everyone that they're going to watch the show. If they're going to listen to me on iTunes, they're going to watch it on YouTube, they're going to watch it on Facebook. They're going to spend a half hour a week with me and my guest. That they're going to walk away with something that they can do today, something they can put into action as soon as they put down their phone, as soon as they step away from the computer to make their life and their business better. One action step, David. Tell us if you're in real estate, if you're selling cars, if you're selling plumbing supplies. What's thing, one thing you can do today to get started making things better? Okay, here's the big no-brainer, and I believe that it could be a game-changer in your business, whether you're in auto business, car business, any uh, uh, real estate business, any other business, by the way. But what I've learned is that there's an audience, a target audience that I'm looking for. However, other companies, other businesses, other people, are vying for that same particular audience. So for example, in my case right now, my audience is realtors. I know that mortgage people, title people, home inspectors, all of these different entities and businesses, the realtor is also their uh, audience, their client, their targeted audience. And the more targeted they are, by the way, the more valuable this is. It, right. You don't have to have huge numbers, but you do have to have some targeting. But um, but the point to this is that I want to find a partner. I want to find a partner in a big way. And any of these uh, entities or businesses or business people that need the same audience I do. Because then I can partner in a relationship where there's no competition. When I say that, I mean I'm a real estate agent. I can't do a mortgage for somebody. So if I have a mortgage partner, yeah. then he can do the mortgage or she can do the mortgage. I can sell the house or help someone buy the house. But the point is that we have the same audience. So now we can team up together, collaborate, promote each other, uh, share the expenses, um, all of that. And by the way, there's ways that you can do that in the auto world too. Think about where your client is or who they have to see, especially if you can catch them prior to their reaching out to make that decision or right. that purchase. So, you know, um, businesses, local businesses that you can partner with, credit unions, uh, insurance companies, I mean, you name it, um, that, that would be my big advice to go bigger very quickly. To, to, to look for people who you share an audience with. Identify your audience and then identify who shares that audience with you. Exactly, exactly. Because, great advice, David. Yeah, thank you. All right, so if someone wanted to get in touch with you, we're looking for a home in Tampa, Florida. How do we reach out? How do we find David Cribs? Oh, that's so, so incredibly easy. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you my cell phone number. It's 813-526-2861. It's 813-526-2861. You can find me uh, on Facebook. Uh, it's just David Cribs. And um, gosh, just Google me. Uh, there we go. Google. All over. All right, David, I thank, thank you so much for taking time to chat with me today. And uh, anything I can do to help you, let me know. Thank you, Terry. I appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. Have a good one. Get you some radio. You've been listening to the Get You Some Radio Show. Subscribe today at TerryLancaster.tv to hear more episodes.
win valuable cash and prizes, and get free training to help you create an army of buyers who know, like, and trust you before they've ever even met you. It's a big, wide world, boys and girls. Get out there and get you some.